Well, hello again on this episode of My God, it's Stone Cold Stavosky. Making a way to the ring with a heart of gold and a mind full of can-do attitude. Our special guest on tonight's episode of Strange Soundwaves. Weighing in at infinite possibilities and hailing from the live music capital of the world. Give it up for the one, the only, Stone Cold Steph Austin. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. Welcome, welcome. I can see the brain. I can see the brain. Uh, Who who was Stephanie in the year 2001? Oh, my God. I, unfortunately, was probably everyone's annoying Abercrombie and Fitch friend. Um, I definitely had two collars, sometimes more, on T-shirts and button-ups and things like that. Um, I think... One of the interesting things about, or it's interesting to me, is like my my family, and you guys know my family pretty well, but every they, the goal was get out of Del Valley without a baby at 17 years old. So I was in, we all had this. That was a hard thing to do. It was. Yeah. Well, I mean, respectfully, it kind of was. And I was, yeah. so I, I, my parents were just like, whatever you're going to do, go do it to the max. So I was your class president. I was in every club. I played sports. I was this manager. We used to have, my brother and I used to have a joke that we lived at the school because we were always the kids there before school started and we stayed until like well after everyone left. Yeah. But yeah, it's just because we were latch we were latchkey kids. Like our mom worked really hard, my dad worked all day, so we were involved in sports and activities, you know, all the time. Yeah. So I was um you know, you're, I, I say your average kid, but average was for those, the 17 of us. I always kind of says 17 in that text group or whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But, you know, we was I was, you know, just in AP classes and playing sports and being silly and an early college kid and listening to a lot of music. I didn't go out a lot. I didn't go anywhere. I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. Yeah. So I listened yeah. to a lot of music, which, which turned out initially on... Um, MTV and VH1 and CMT, and then it ended up going into LimeWire, Napster, etc., which then graduated me into like your, you know, online places in the world. And we're kind of a unique, we're unique people in the world that we get to have seen tapes and CDs. Do you remember when people asked if you like tapes or CDs? What is that? Does it, what does that mean? <laughs> I, don't know I think we looked it up one time. What is, is, do, you, do you remember that? People would ask you if you like tapes or CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, figure out what that <laughs> means. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Is this a like euphemism? Shut, yeah. <laughs> Shut out Del Valley. Like, the school I went to before, like, the preppy kids, like, they were kind of assholes. And they were, like, your stereotypical, like, movie asshole popular kids. But in Del Valley, like, I felt like the experience was different. Like, I knew I knew of you. We weren't really close friends in high school, but I knew you of you, and we had interactions every once in a while. And you were super down to earth and really fun to talk to all the time. And you weren't you weren't the asshole like a no. kid or anything. So shout out to Valley. Kudos to you. Yeah. I think we were yeah. close enough to like a like a uh, metropolitan area. You know, it was a rural type of yeah. school. 
but it grew closer to a metropolitan area that we had like a lot of diversity, like for mm -hmm. Del Valley, yeah. for Austin, you know what I mean? So I think that helped kind of humble. <laughs> I, I know it did, for sure. Yeah. Like one time so I was talking to somebody about like what it was I'm like, what is what was it like growing up in Austin? I was like, Well, I grew up in I was still Valley, so this different part of the world, but it's like having friends who show up to school in their pickup trucks, like bang and screw and they have dog hunting <laughs> cages in the back. Like they have dog hunting, like you know that's like they're country people but they listen to like, you know, DJ Screw, Will Flip, things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's a, it's a little bit of a mix, and it was really cool. And I think that one of the reasons why I, that maybe I, there were no douchebags at our school is that we weren't there were no popular kids. I mean, there were, but like you know, that's I true. Don't know, on the on the external side. So anyway, that was a little bit of a uh, you know a, a overview of what I was like, what I thought it was like in two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long time ago. Lovely. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm, I'm super happy, before like we get into it again, super happy to be here. I'm like, I've, I'd like to consider myself the number one fan of y'all's three week old podcast. So thanks so much for having me. Yes, thank uh, you. I listen to every episode. <laughs> Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah, yeah, first time caller. <laughs> well, we're so happy you're here. I mean, honestly, yeah. uh, it's a treat. Yeah, talking definitely. to you. Oh my gosh, I'm so, I'm so happy to I'm share. So happy to be here this particular year because this was probably I say this almost every episode but I really did struggle yeah, me too. this year it's trying to narrow it down to five songs like it's almost impossible so oh last night gonna I be had fun. 13 yeah I was gonna ask you I was like can I do one one two more one more I know right <laughs> I know. I wish we could. I, I, honestly, I I could go to like fifteen songs if you know if we rate, if we had the time. But that would be it would be episode. like a ten hour long show. <laughs> and it's like one of those random or like you know when we were in, grew up in such a bubble and like with the like I feel like the cage of television, but also like the with the worldwide of like knocking at our door as teenagers. I think I'm a, I'm a year under y'all. I'm a year younger yeah. than y'all. I think yep. school year so, wise, yeah. You're, I, you're School years, age, yes, yes, whatever. Just time and ages, all that years are flat circles. Um, but anyway, all that to say, like, I went through the list of, like, the, what, here's how I started. I went through the list of top 100 songs in the Billboard 100 2001. And I knew, almost, like, except for, like, I knew everyone except for, like, three songs. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah. just because, like, it, that's all we were doing. It's all I was doing at 16 was listening to music all the time. Everything. I was, I was consuming as much of it as I could. Mm -hmm. so, so you were, like, like yeah. downloading stuff off the internet? Were you, like, buying, buying stole, CDs and, like, listening to the radio? You stole... I stole so much music, it's not even funny. <laughs> like, thousands of dollars. I owe Metallica millions of dollars. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, I was gonna give a precursor to you guys. We should do like a scale one to five. On a scale of one to five, would you one being I would not steal this song from the Random House catalog for 99 cents or the CD, five being I would steal it from two different platforms because I need two copies. <laughs> so, that's true, that's a good, I, that's a good yeah. Uh, measurement. Yeah. yeah, I consumed a, I took a, I took, took. I stole a lot of music in the in the early two thousands for sure. But it took a while to download that stuff too. Like you were kind of yeah, waiting around for a hot do. second. Yeah. Yeah, I would start it when I would leave for school and then and then come back and have your songs. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The worst, yeah. The worst would be like when you spend all this time to download it and it's like a live version or, or not the version. Yeah, you're yeah. Like, Shit. I almost <laughs> I almost <laughs> used that as like a song as my uh, new to me for this segment or for this episode 
Because I remember downloading a song. It was labeled um, as Led Zeppelin. It was a Led Zeppelin song. That's what it was labeled as. But it was definitely not Led Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people would mislabel stuff just so they would get oh, the yeah. download. Just like, get some free marketing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> that was a thing to do, yeah. yeah. It was Leftover Salmon was the band. That's a very specific memory. That's a very specific. But you yeah. had to like you had to listen to it before you put it on a CD and decided to burn it. Because the worst thing is if you didn't listen to it, you just expected it to be right. And you're like, what? The yeah, fuck you're is like this? surprised. Like, what this is? Sure, there's like some kind of weird like message tapped onto the end of the song for some reason. Yeah. yeah. Somebody's agenda. Yeah. What the hell? Crazy. Oh. All right, well, let's get into this. Uh, Yeah. So song one. You're going to go first, Steph, so go ahead and drop your link in. Okay. Let me just say, I am ready. I did my research. (laughs) I've heard every every episode of this this (laughs) podcast, except except last week's, and I am in it to win it. I picked this one because nobody else could pick it. It's a debut single from a debut (laughs) album from a new band in 2001. Right. Okay, okay. A legit banger. I did a little bit of, like... Educational research. Good. Yes, too. it's Sorry is. To be that. perfect. Sorry to be that bitch. Yeah. All right. No, that's perfect. It makes my job easier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's okay. my first one. Yes. Yes. Nice. Nice. Yes. Very glad, I'm so glad this made the cut made it on the list. Yep. So, yeah. Because so. It's such a wonderful song. It's such a wonderful band. My 14-year-old nephew went to go see them last year, and he's like, I'm going to go see Gorillaz. Do you know that band? And I'm like, do you know that band? (laughs) Do you understand what that is? I mean, it's so incredible. So Damon Albarn, who's in Blur, was the original like man behind Blur. This is a, was his new project at the time, 2001. And I remember hearing this song and being like, oh my God, I don't think I'm like other girls. I think I like this. I think I'm be like this. I'm into cartoons right now. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was just so different. And like when I realized it was Damon Albarn, I was like, oh my. And like just the back channels of and how it ended up becoming what it is now. So I, I love this band. I still to this day love this band. They've done so many incredible things. I just was, before I got on here, listening to a song they did with Bad Bunny, which Bad Bunny's oh, yeah. going to be, unfortunately. Bad Bunny's going to be an underlying theme of my playlist. <laughs> Don't apologize. It's okay. Yeah, I yeah, love okay. Bad Bunny. I love me some gorillas. So I picked this one because it's wonderful, and it came out in 2001. I got the CD for Christmas. Nice. And it was in an interesting yeah. time. It was an interesting time because in 2001, and like what I was, what I was researching, there's a lot of songs where there was like a hook and a singer and then some like hip hop moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it, it really was, was hitting hip hop was like yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so a great song, great band, still making incredible music. The collaborations oh. they've done incredible artists uh, like oh my countless yeah. countless countless and, and like features. an incredible yeah an incredible narrative on just like what's happening in the world right now like mm-hmm. you see so many like it, especially like 2001 was the year of the 9-11 attacks and yes. Gorillaz came out with a song called 9-11 with D12 in the, during that time and like we I think we're seeing bands for the first time have like kind of a little bit of a political commentary and a, like you know it, I think it started with Rage Against the Machine honestly right, right. Modern, in the mainstream yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 so for our generation yeah 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 and like as a as a musician to to watch other creators and artists utilize their platform in a way where you can have a commentary and like 
This is also right around the time that the Dixie Chicks were getting, you know, yeah. back to them, getting, getting slammed for, you know, calling out the president. And now it's just the most normal thing in the world for artists to call out the president or call yes. out the system. Or, right. Absolutely. Um, and I love this. And I think Gorilla's had a huge piece of that puzzle to put together there. And I just love him I a agree. lot. And yeah. Yeah. I think Murdoch is so weird. And I think he's on that at this point. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I love Lola's everything about this. I, yeah. I remember this song hitting and I was instantly like it was so fresh and it sounded so good like just I feel like it played on a lot of different like uh, radio stations too like it was mm-hmm. on 101x That's it true. was on the pop station it was even like on like the mix kind of like soft rock station you know so it was kind of yeah, it was our crossover yeah yeah, yeah yeah it was our crossover hit that like brought all of the, gen- the genres together like it was really good it's a really good song. I love Noodle. Noodle, too. Have, like, sorry, now we're going into the characters of Girls. But yeah, I, love I love all the characters. <laughs> Noodle had like a hot girl summer two years ago, and she's like a grown-ass woman now. I really love her. Oh, that. nice. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, Noodle's but, hot. Noodle's a babe now. Speaking of characters, like my my probably my second favorite MC of all time is Del the Funky Homo Sapien. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I ever heard him. And so I was so excited when I found out who he was for the first time a few years later. I was like, oh, that's that's Russell from from uh, gorillas. the Gorillas. And I was like, that's, you know, I have to find out more, essentially. And so yeah. I became a huge Bell the Funky Homo Sapien fan. <laughs> One of the things I thought was really cool about Gorillas too, is like this was the first time for me that I actually got to see, like, I could go to a website and find out more about a band oh, yeah. or more about a, like an origin story of a like the, the characters that are gorillas. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, like I was definitely using the internet during that time to like just like figure out everything I possibly could, and that was the time. <laughs> Two thousand one was the time where there was an end of the internet. Now there's no end. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 For you real. Know, so 2000, 2001, I was getting my little AOL CDs. Uh, just, like, Shout out AOL. Find out as much as I could. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the little noise. I love it. But you know, gorillas. There you have it. Great submission. Yeah. Love that. I love that pick. Alright. Here we have um, I'll Be Here a While by 311 from the album From Chaos. They dropped that year. Um, Well, I will say this. I know Amber seems like the obvious choice, right? Um, And it is a beautiful song, but uh, I feel like this song is more emotionally tied to. Just it being a song um, about, you know, persistence perseverance grit it feels like you know you just keep on going and like especially like you had mentioned being in the bubble that we were in I felt like my whole life it was just like school and that was it you know but I knew there was something more beyond you know the four walls or even this the media I was consuming you know uh, this is probably right before I was able to actually venture out into the city and like go to shows and like kind of you know really get into it um, like I remember yeah you know, being able to go to like the Union Underground with my friends and oh, Einstein's and the Dragon, oh, yeah, just hanging out like at UT, you know, place. like in the yeah. on campus. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's like, well, like this isn't it, you know, like this whole world. And I'm kind of sick of whatever drama is like occurring. Like, I, I wasn't like, you know, I wasn't a dramatic person, but it was happening around me, it felt like, you know, like just my mm-hmm. friends and all this stuff. So. It's like, you know, this song gave me a lot of hope, so. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. 
And there is a lovely, like, acoustic version of this song, too. I think it came out with the single, and, you know, if you were downloading the song, you would have to download the acoustic version, too. (laughs) So I didn't know there was another version for the longest time. All I had was the acoustic version, which I still can't find the original (laughs) copy of. Like, there is an acoustic version, like, studio release version. Yes, exactly. on the internet. But the Mm -hmm. one I had that I downloaded from probably Kazaa or something. Kazaa. it was it was like a demo version, and it sounded so incredible. I mean, they all, all three versions sound incredible, but I've yeah. been chasing that song for twenty years now. <laughs> so. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's definitely find a version you really like. I love the oh, song too. Yeah. I, I granted, okay, I'm I'm glad I had backups because I did have Amber on my oh, list because reasons. But this is an excellent song. Three Love is a wonderful band, and they're still touring. So I mean, good. I saw them I like. I saw them like seven years ago, and they were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I think I thought of here. They're actually going to play the House of Blues in Houston, Texas, on May 26th. If anyone Ooh, has an itch to take a little road trip yeah, and yeah. check them out. <laughs> How did you just know that? I, I did my research too. This episode, I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's amazing. I do love, I do love 311. I do love the 311. I have traveled to see 311. I think I saw them in San Antonio. Nice. I regretfully yeah. never seen them. I had a chance to go see them like right before the pandemic, and uh, I turned it down for no good reason. <laughs> I should have gone. Because uh, yeah, uh, such a great band. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're like they're part of that like renaissance of like vibey punk bands who had a hot lead singer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And it's like summertime, sure. beach, reggae, <laughs> ska type of vibes too, you know? Yes. Yeah. Well, quick shout out to Amber. I love I love this song. But I also love Amber. Yes. I feel like like Amber's one of those songs that like we as humans were lucky to be alive when Amber came out. Yes. So, when you yeah, first heard it, it was just like, just like, like ooh. It blows right <laughs> Whoever you were with, you were falling in love with them when you heard that song. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. It's a love song for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's like Cupid. <laughs> Cupid in a song. <laughs> the Cupid Shuffle? I fell asleep that song a couple times for sure. <laughs> Unfortunately. This is my. What do we got? Nice. Oh, brand new. Entry position. So, I didn't hear this song until maybe like a few years later. Um. But not too long later. I saw them, they opened for Dashboard Confessional, and I went to go see Dashboard. And I was like, man, this, this band sounds so great, but I never, like, caught their name at the show. And so, like, fast forward to, like, maybe a year or two later, and I'm riding with my cousin. Like, he's he's uh, staying with us for the summer. And he puts in, like, a burn CD, and the first song that plays is this song. I was like, holy crap, because I was already, like, pretty into emo, and emo was still in larger, like, a very, like, grassroots and acoustic-heavy, like, genre at that, like, point, and so... Yeah, this just is, like, halfway to screamo. So, like, <laughs> yeah, this is, like, starting to mix in, like, pop punk, and eventually it, you know, veers off into screamo, but, um, like, this is my first, like, real taste of it, and... I was instantly hooked. I've been such a huge brand new fan for so, so long. I drove, me and a couple of other friends drove all the way to Florida to go see them nice. twice in one day. 
they did like a they did like an in-store show at like a a record shop. Yeah. And so oh, we were like five feet from them as they played an acoustic set, and then went to go see them in the arena in Orlando uh, later that night. Yeah, that's commitment right there. Like that I, was, I, yeah. <laughs> I remember like before I had my son, it would be no like I would just. Drop forty bucks to go see a band that I had just heard one song from, just to get some vibes. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. But and, but, and some, of the, some of my favorite music experiences ever came from it. You know what I mean? Like going to see, paying twenty five bucks to see a band that I heard one song on the radio from, and it was just like the, a moment. You know, yeah. I remember forever. So it was yeah. uh, something to do. <laughs> exactly. And, it was something to and, do. And it was usually a really good experience. Like For know, sure. it was hard to catch a bad yeah. band at that time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, I love it. I love the. I love all the callbacks to the fashion too. Look at the sideways. Yes, cap thank the you. The hair. Oh my god. The hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So it's then nice. I. So yeah, I tumbled down the rabbit hole, brand new, and I mean, I'm a super fan at this point. Like. <laughs> yeah. Good. So, Good yeah. Oh I feel like I only this know so, super I'm fans. Such a throwback now. <laughs> like brand new fans are all super fans. Very committed people. You're probably right, here. <laughs> well, I just consider him one of like the greatest lyricists of, of all time. Yeah. Like the lyrically, it's poetry and um, just very beautifully and heartfelt. Like it's just uh, they're love letters and they're like breakup letters and um, it comes from a very like real and genuine place. Yeah. So, this is so fun. I want to be at this concert right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Such a fun show. Uh, a few times I did get to see them. <laughs> <laughs> Round two. Round two. So, I gotta turn on my brand new moment over here. Hold on. <laughs> I'm, I'm behind. <laughs> a second. Just a second. I'm like. 15 seconds behind. Okay, I got my next song. Had to pull out my little Dove Alley moment. Ooh. And I say that with love. You always, you, I love you. I love where I'm from. Hell you know, yeah. Like you, got, you, gotta, you gotta acknowledge where you're from. I love Bird it. I love, I love this. This song, to set you in the mindset, this song reminds me of rolling into school when we were supposed to be there at 8.40, rolling into 8.38, running, because we didn't want to, they didn't want this song to end. Oh, I love that. Ooh, right. I'm ready for this. Let's see. Cute it up. We were probably by the backseat of someone's car. We should not have been in the backseat. Of <laughs> that's why we were late. <laughs> and that's why we were late. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love this song. Same. <laughs> it never gets old. Um, I, it never gets old. It's such vibes. Um. I'm like I feel lucky that I was on my in my year that I that I picked because I didn't I couldn't find a lot of songs like this. Oh yeah. That That's were true. in my year. But this is a good one. Um my I like like I always say, yeah, sorry, this just came through on my speaker super loud. Um I grew up, my parents are super cool and they let us listen to whatever we wanted to. Whatever. And That's like cool. you know, if we we got to, they bought it for us, or we would buy it, and like this, 2001, I was just starting to buy my own music. The first CD I ever bought was by Tony by Deftones, the year before this. Nice. Wow. Nice. And That's it came insane. out on my birthday, it came out on my birthday, and I have the same birthday as Chino from the Deftones, yes. so that was the first CD <laughs> I ever bought for myself, and then like, 
my brother, who y'all also know, is like just polar opposite of me. Like he listens to everything. And this really is his world. So like nice. this song is really a testament to him and like how much we used to have to like share the radio. Shout share, out Tony. You know, like yeah. okay, you see for fifteen minutes and then I'm gonna get it back. And little then I'm, tea. I'm trying to record it. Loves oh little to the tea. He's in Las Vegas right now. <laughs> um yeah, but anyway, like it was just like a testament of like we had to share we had one big boom box and we had it was in the kitchen and we had to share it and it like I wanted to record a song that was going to be on the hot nine at nine or whatever i had to let him have an hour before yeah, <laughs> yeah i had shift yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> making treaty agreements my negotiation skills came from uh, living with a brother who was a year younger than me but like we had to share you know we had to share but like i remember so many moments of like being a younger person and like listening to his music and being like i don't really like that and then this one came out i'm like i kind of like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. This was i don't even know why a person yeah. would need to 25 lighters <laughs> 25 lighters for 25 homes yeah, well, all the cool kids at school were totally jamming this song you know like yes, yeah. I, I I imagine this was like like we talked about this like playing in the locker room before the game you know oh, yeah. like yeah, definitely, yeah. and after for the after party yeah. you know exactly. <laughs> what do a bunch of 15 year olds know about having 25 lighters like, you know, <laughs> but you can't deny that beat <laughs> you can't deny that hook yeah <laughs> It exactly. got you feeling a sort of sort of way. <laughs> That's true. Everything day. about this song. Yeah, I have light. I have like I will get lighters for different reasons. Like you know, you pick up a lighter because you need it for a birthday cake or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I was just cleaning my house the other day, and I was talking to somebody who was here, and I was like. I think this is the first time in my life I have 25 lighters in my life. I might have 25 lighters. Better write a song about it. It's gold. 25 lighters for 25 hours. So, I think ZZ Top, had to like... This one. Had to add it. Yeah, yeah. I think ZZ Top, like... I don't know, uh, reinterpreted this song on a later album. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, there's a version no, out there. So. I need to look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Which is cool, because it's like a whole Texas, like, respect, nod, you know? Yeah. I love ZZ <laughs> Top for that. They've always been really good about that. <laughs> that was a thing that happened. I remember that. And this party looks like a party I wish I would have been invited to. <laughs> I was 16 years old. I'm like, That's I would it. never yeah. get invited to this. Yeah, you don't want to be... <laughs> It's like a party you get to, you're like, I always wanted to be here. And then you're like, you get there, you're there for like five minutes, you're like, I shouldn't be here. No, yeah. The fire <laughs> yeah. already broke out. They don't want, they don't want <laughs> to be here. The fire yeah. broke out, yeah. Yeah. The cops are coming. Like, okay, we gotta yeah. go. Exactly. <laughs> it's not a good party unless someone's called the cops. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very true. I've been to many of the parties that were run off by cops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, I hope I'm not oh, yeah. stealing someone else's. Oh no! Oh, no there's no stealing here, girl. I got backups on backups. You're totally okay. good. That's true. I'm I'm good for like three. You can get up to like three steals before I'm gonna start. <laughs> like, this is like with a white elephant. Of the <laughs> yeah. Then it's locked. It's a game. It's a game within a game. Yes. Yes. This oh is the gosh. song I was gonna put on. Yeah, on it's it's the too. song. It's it has to be it's this song. song. You see, like, um, more people need to hear. This it song. took a while more for this song to come to out, song. like, because the album dropped. Um, this yeah. is um, "Warning" by Incubus on the uh, "Morning View" album. So mm -hmm. this song, the album dropped like Greatest before the end ever. of the year, and it, I think they first <laughs> came out with "I Wish You Were Here" as like the single. Yeah, uh, I was a huge fan already, right? From "Make Yourself," yeah. I got the album the day it came out. 
popped it in yeah. and listened to it on repeat for yeah. like months. Yeah, me too. And That's true. but right away, this song on the yes. album, I was like, oh my god, this song is so special. I was like, yes, and it's it's a secret. Like you know, they're never gonna make this a single. You know, and it's gonna be my song. I was being like a greedy little bitch about it. You know. <laughs> And, yeah, I, and so, and so yeah. like, it came out as yeah, a single can, months can. later, and I was pissed. I was like, I that's supposed to be my special song, Brandon. <laughs> In my imaginary, like, uh, yeah, yeah. what do you call that? Parasocial <laughs> relationship with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I don't blame you, to be honest. Yeah, I know. Obviously, I remember seeing this video. Yes, yes. Being so, like, even more in love with this song than yeah, he was. Yeah, absolutely. Great yeah. video. Also, I remember when I first, uh, like, watched Stranger Things and the character Eleven. And, oh, like, yeah. I immediately associated her with too. this girl in this um, yeah. uh, character in this music video. Yep. I did, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there were a lot of moments, like, with music videos especially, and, like, some of the songs that I have later in the, the list... The, like it was the first time in my life that I was like deeply entranced by like media like a media I was like oh my god I'm feeling things in a very different way mm-hmm. and that probably had a lot to do with like puberty and Jose Pacias yeah. and Brandon Boyd and I'm like oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is amazing yeah <laughs> my life. nice time but, to, you- to have the sexual awakening <laughs> yeah it's a nice time to have the puberty I tell you that much exactly but, like, it was, like the music was so just like I felt like it was becoming sonically different and it was yeah. changing me as a person yeah. mm-hmm. um, and like you know I was 15, 16 years old at this point and she was this girl was legit spooky but yes. also I couldn't stop watching it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. So, true. she has a very great, eerie great, vibe yeah 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 great pick great song mm-hmm. yeah that's also I feel it like the like no skip kind of album too for me personally Absolutely. I know that's arguable for some people yeah. but 100% this, yeah this song I was like I think this is going to be the one I liked everything about that album it was so good yeah Are Under My Umbrella really yeah Under My Umbrella it was such a great song yeah. I was really hooked to it for a long time it's just a very driving, like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's a more aggressive side of Incubus, and I really liked it. Like, it's yeah. a great song. And then, you know, all of, all of them are good. I would argue for any of these songs. Yeah. But Oculus Transmission. Yes. And the frogs at the end. Yes. Because there was so many nights I would fall asleep listening to this yes. album. Yes. Yeah. Just listening to frogs, like, croak in the background. Like, yes. It's a perfect <laughs> ending. To yeah. perfect album. Yeah, I love that. It's wonderful. And like social commentary. We're coming through with a social commentary this episode. Like when people just disappear. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this, I don't know if it's like it's, it's too realistic, too real, too plausible now to call it a nightmare, but like. Yeah, that's true. I've had this dream before. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're in a rapture dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this is what COVID looked like. Yes, like, dude. In yeah, the world. Really it was did. predicted. It was so, so saying like just like like. <laughs> Who, who would have ever thought that it would like we you know we'd be talking about this right. video love those circumstances? <laughs> it seems so far fetched, so far away yeah. at all. Yeah. No, I was right down the road. Yeah. Seems to be that the soothing light at the end of your tunnel is just a freight train coming your way the whole time. Precisely. <laughs> well, uh, whose turn is it now? It's my turn. I don't know. Okay. I'm honestly like I like I know that like I'm most worried that you I'm gonna get steals from you, Bradley. <laughs> I have one song that I'm like if Bradley steals it, I'll be a little disappointed. But it's okay. That's well, the, and this is not it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. 
Yeah, I wasn't worried about anybody stealing this song. Probably or any of the, like the rest of my songs, to be honest. Yeah, but. I'm feeling that way too. So this is Nightingale by Saves the Day. Um, polarizing band. A lot of people like really loved them. I really hated them for what you know they represented in like the changing landscape of like the emo scene at that time. Um, you were either sounding more like this or you're sounding more like the used essentially. Mm-hmm. And um, this took like a softer turn down like the uh, electrification of emo and then the used and that thing became like the screamo side of emo. And I really loved this whole album. Like this whole album is such a good little like imprint of of that fork in the road for for emo music yeah and front to back it's just a it's a fun like feel good about feeling bad album like that's interesting and in 2001 we were about to get a lot of emo music oh yeah a lot of just just the beginning yeah 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 Mm -hmm. yeah this is where it all started it does there's a bunch of other songs on this album that are probably be more recognizable to certain people, but this was always my favorite track from this album. It's a good pick. I like it. Me too. Mm. It reminds me of that band Yellow Card. Remember that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of Yellow Cardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yellow Card then, oh. took uh, this side of the path too. They were very yeah. melodic and mm-hmm. instrumental. Like uh, the instrumentation was a little more intricate what it felt like. I, I was just talking to a, a DJ friend, a mutual DJ friend of mine and Kiki's yesterday, and he was talking about how when something like this comes out, what's your face with afterward in the, in the mainstream is like five years of people trying to recreate <laughs> something like this, and it can either go really, really well, mm-hmm. or it can be really shitty. Five mm-hmm. years of really shitty recreations seen, of Yeah, this. we've definitely seen both. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We definitely have. Uh, like things that come to mind are like Migos, like really like setting off mumble rap and uh, yeah, oh Skrillex really like shining a light on dubstep. Yeah. Like it yeah. was like two definite paths where somebody came in with something new. The and commercial just industry machine created was like, a yeah. <laughs> whole genre out of it. Yeah. It's like, or, or like I love getting those bios. I work in, I'm, you know, I'm a musician, but I also work in booking for the city or in Austin. And I love getting those bios where they're like, it's such and such in the vein of such and such. I'm like, no, 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 this is just, you're just this. This, is just, this is just, you're trying to do the same shit. Yeah. So you have to listen to everything to before. You, I like, I always try to listen to things before I just look at a picture and I'm like, I'm going to hate this. Nine times out of 10, if I look at a picture or something and I think I'm going to dislike it, I usually dislike it. Yeah. 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 But um, this is great. And I like, you know, you have your bands like, that would follow in the emo movement past this, like your fallout boys who were just like, mm-hmm. yeah. depending on who you ask, one of the bigger bands in the world. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. a tour band. Yeah. And, um, Absolutely. It's just interesting to see like, you know, what, what the, or, like as the years will progress, you guys will start to see that we'll start to see the origins of different genres of music like emo or like, so you know, yeah. Super new metal. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. It's a, this is just the beginning kids. This is just the beginning. <laughs> it's where it all started. <laughs> Well, what are we? This is round three. Yeah. 
All right, I'm going to go a very different route. And y'all knew if this man was alive, I was going to send one of his songs over. Um, I think I know. So, <laughs> so this song, there's not a music video to it, but okay. this song is called Stars on the Water. And it's by George Strait. Mm-hmm. And there's a story. So the story was album, The Road Less Traveled, came out in 2001. So this song is interesting because this song is the first time in recorded history that an artist in the country genre openly used auto-tune. What? No way. Yes. I swear. That's crazy. Listen listen to the the parts of it, yes. Was the first person, George was the first person to break the internet. (laughs) So he released the song. Tony Brown, who is a longtime George Strait producer, um, suggested to George that he use auto tune <laughs> like during, during the verses. Sure. George didn't like oh, it. Oh, there it is. Yeah. It. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He hated it. So wow. he did it anyway because that's what the kids were doing, and Tony Brown had this idea, so they did it. Sounds so strange. It is very strange. It's a, it's a strange choice. Um, he, I've seen George Strait. I've been to more George Strait shows than I've been to Betty Bitty Bond shows. <laughs> but like, he, he to this day, I just saw him at ACL what two a year and a half ago. Right. He opened with this song. He loves it. He didn't oh, wow. love it at first. Yeah, he, he opens a lot of his shows. I've seen him everywhere. I've seen him in Vegas, San Antonio, Austin. He opens with this song a lot. Wow, that's incredible. Um, I don't think yeah. I've ever heard this song. Yeah, me neither. To be honest. Or just always yeah, aware of it. Also, that trailer, that I wasn't so aware. Like, trippy <laughs> sounding. Yeah, yeah. It's really, it, like, it's kind of like, why'd you do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. It sounds, yeah. yeah. George it's Strait definitely a marker a of the time, for sure. Like you're saying, <laughs> like, it's like, everyone's doing this, so let's oh, try yeah. this, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is, I mean, historically, you know, I know more things about George Strait than I do about Stephanie Bagat, <laughs> but he, like, he does not follow trends. He does not do yeah. things that other people want him to do. And the fact that he did that and he liked it was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I just, like, like, as a person who sees this man as a hero and like, who sticks to his guns and like, I always liked him and I always like, loves hearing backstories about songs that don't sound like all of his other songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's great. So, wow. That's a that great, like a strange rabbit. sound wave. Thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Coming right yeah, at you. I, I did some research before. I was like, I don't want to lie on podcasts and be like, uh, other people have been <laughs> Like, if you look back at some 2001 articles that have been archived on the internet, people are like, fans outraged as George Strait mm. uses whatever word. I'm like, don't be wow. outraged. Don't do that. Yeah. No, they're probably burning the CDs in the streets. Yeah, they're, they're like, stop burning those Dixie Chick CDs. Stop burning those Dixie CDs. <laughs> You're shoveling the wrong shit. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. Casey Musgraves is coming. We got one. <laughs> so, anyway, I just thought this was a cool pick, and I love George, and I plug him in anywhere I can. Yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. Thank I love you. This. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is yeah, an incredible experience. Thank you. I remember the first time I heard this song and like you're expecting like there, 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 like no. and it is that but also you're like does, like, does George Strait tell everyone to tea bag George Strait walked with the auto-tune so T-Pain could run with the auto-tune. It wasn't for George Strait. It was Cher, George, then T-Pain. I'm sure he was the first artist. No, you know what? I did did see something. Speaking of a song we were talking about in another conversation, the first artist to ever use a song openly auto-tuned is Cher in Belief. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. that was a big deal then, too. Yeah. (laughs) So, there you go. Well, George Strait moment. George Strait's for everybody. (laughs) George Strait's for the people. 
<laughs> I feel like I'm, I'm like repeating like maybe a previous episode here, but I can't help myself. I feel like this, <laughs> is, this needs to be acknowledged because I have an emotional tie to this one. Oh my god! Let's see. Oh yes. I have to pull up my screen too. So yes. Yeah. So this is um, more than a woman by Aaliyah. This is Great off song. of her self-titled um, album. And let's see. I don't know. I just thought the video was absolutely like hypnotizing. Aaliyah is always hypnotizing, you know. <laughs> and uh, this is the track that came out, or the single that came out immediately after her tragic uh, death. You know, the plane crash that happened. Um, I think she had recorded this video um, earlier that month. This was like in the summer, and then went to the Bahamas to record the um, Rock the Boat video. And on the way back, it's whenever that um, plane crash happened, which devastated any fan or R&B rap yeah. lover. You know, it was huge, huge ripple loss. in the uh, music, you know, industry. In so, the world. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's why I'm like really, really tied to this song too. Just because we were all mourning her loss, and then this drops, and it seems like she's like alive. She's still like yeah, her music lives you on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, she's like, she it's gonna be okay. Much, she wasn't that much older. Exactly. Than that was, no, that yeah. was yes. the part. Like I like. I, I liken the the death of Malia very much to the death of Selena because she was yeah. you know Absolutely. both very young and there's all these weird edits on online that are pictures of Malia and Left Eye and Selena together it's very creepy to me oh. but yeah but like it's it's a, it's an interesting uh, commentary because that, that, you know a lot of people felt the way about Malia that, that, that I felt about Selena yeah you know, yeah absolutely super young crossover yeah they were yeah. crossover artists they were really bringing. They were the head of the table when it came to the genres that they were bringing to the airwaves. Yeah. Like, um, and, you know, I, I think about that. Somebody asked me one time, if I could go back in history and prevent the death of one person, I would choose Selena, to be honest. <laughs> like, I really think she was, like, she... I think there's a lot of young Latina women and people in general that had their voice, you know, cut too, like, prematurely, like, yeah. and they they would have uh, felt even more empowered uh, with what she was eventually going to continue to do in the world, which was lift the voices of those less fortunate, and, and uh, it's, it's such a, it's a devastating blow to the, the path that this, you know, life that we're on yeah. got diverted. Yeah. I think I think that's an interesting I mean I, I hate to make all things Selena because you know that's <laughs> my that's, that's okay. what I do. No. <laughs> but I think this is it's an interesting point because, you know, I was watching an interview on time with Eva Longoria when she was like Selena would be bigger oh, yeah. than all of us. She would have been yes. bigger than all of us. Yeah. She would be like Cher. Like Yeah. Beyond. Yeah. Like beyond. she was yeah. she was beyond Beyonce. She was yeah. so stupid popular. I'm like mm-hmm. what you would have been Beyonce. Yeah, yeah. She had all, yeah. She had all the momentum. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And Aaliyah, like, you know, uh, for same. all intents and purposes, is very same. And, like, I remember looking at Aaliyah and being like, I want to look like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm going to do to look like that, but I'm going to look like that. <laughs> well, yeah. And I'm 36 years old, still trying. <laughs> it's just a swagger. It's, it's just, it's, it. yeah, it's just like, Confidence. exactly, yeah, you uh, know, just yeah. without hesitation, you know, like, <laughs> it's just, it's just, it's swag, original swag, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I do want to cool. comment about just the actual beat of it all, because, right, this is another Timbaland 
joint, oh, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But the, a very electronic also, too. Very yeah, that's true. sounding. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I remember thinking also, too, it's very, like, like sludgy or, like, squishy, like, kind of sounding <laughs> yeah. the yeah, way that kind yeah. of, like, synth bass mm-hmm. thing happens, you know. But I really like that's that. That's true. So. <laughs> Anywho. There we go. Rest in Absolutely. peace. Absolutely. That's it's a very not just the end of it. I was like, it is kind of sludgy. It is kind of squishy. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. <laughs> that was not a word I would have thought to describe that, but it's totally accurate. No, I like it. It's what yeah, it sounded same. like. Okay. Well, I don't know. I might switch out this number three. Now that I'm looking at it, but stay. This is stained. Nice songs for you. I'm glad. I'm this glad album break the it. cycle. Yep. Really was on heavy rotation for me. Um, because <clears throat> the side of like new metal and uh, altern- alternative rock, like, this became the place that became the loudest all of a sudden. Aaron, yeah, Aaron came out of nowhere, was sitting on stage with Limp Biscuit, sharing a microphone with. Um, Fred Durst to having his own videos on MTV in like the same week. What's that like, song they did together? Um, outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like kind of a slower song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like I'm on the outside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That one. And so, um, yeah, I just uh, I ended up getting this album, and it really was resonating all of the feelings that I was feeling at the time, like coming from a broken home and. And um, all the stuff that I, I went through, like uh, the neglect, the abuse, like it was just, uh, uh, it was resonated with me. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, like, you, you, funny how you remember things are like in the pockets of your mind when you, when I first clicked the link, I was like, I don't think I know this Dane song, but then it like <laughs> started going, I'm like, I 100% know this song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me too. We, you know, I know you guys have talked about it before, but we had such a small... There was, even though we had Kazaa and Limewire and After, there still was a point of... You still had a point of entry. Right, you know yeah. I mean? You, you had to know what to look for, yeah. You had to be listening to 101X or, like, BET mm-hmm. Late Night or something like that to kind of know what some of this stuff was or get a mixtape from Houston <laughs> that someone burned right. for you from somewhere else. Yep. So I definitely remember... I remember all these songs that, that you guys are posting about somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in the, the mistakes <laughs> in my brain. <laughs> like the mistakes I've made in my life still allow me some memory of some things. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. It's a cool video. This is a great video. All of their videos were pretty good as well. It was like another reason they really stuck out to me at this time. Like they were just, they were where the industry was dumping money, essentially. <laughs> And I have a stupid comparison. The coloring on this video is the same color, same color scheme or same like hues as the British Pierce music video for Hit Me Baby One More Time. <laughs> it's the same it's director. No. Yeah, it's filmed on the same set. It's filmed in the same shit. <laughs> no, but like the color, the color, like the filter, like the, the wind pants and the yellow shirt, yes. it's the same like color scheme. Totally. Like, <laughs> That's that saturation. That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, bring that up. The images are burning in your It's all around Sorry. the same time. You know? It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah they probably, those videos probably played back to back. TRL, Total Request yeah. Live. Yeah. Like, like number eight and seven on TRL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At some point. February 9th. <laughs> 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 
Is this album, did they also have um, It's Been a While? Or yep, Outside while. is the yep. other one, too? Yep. Yeah, they had uh, Outside, It's Been a While. Hits. They had uh, a lot of hits on that album. They mm-hmm. were huge. Epiphany. Epiphany was another one that came out towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another uh, like single that they pushed off of that album. Wow. Yeah, they were... They were it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it sounded cool. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> All right. So what are we getting now? It's round four. Round four, our fourth All pick. Right. So I hate to get super sentimental, but you know I'm a family lady, and I know I love my family more than anything. And I'm going to tell you guys a story about my mom and dad and this song. This next song... Uh, oh, nice. ...is by... <laughs> Jay-Z. Yes. Yes. It's a banger. It's an old old school Jay-Z banger. This is a good one. Going back to when I was a freshman in high school, I was was a freshman in high school in 2001. Mm -hmm. And um, I I was class president. And when you're class president, no matter what year you're in, you get to go to prom. And I got to go to prom my freshman year of high school, and I knew. <laughs> That's funny. I was not a fr- I was not one of those freshmen that was friends with upperclassmen. I knew nobody. <laughs> oh, so I really? Went to prom- yeah, I knew no one. I was not friends with older kids. I was yeah. not friends with any kids other than my brother until I was like 16 years old. <laughs> oh, wow. So I would just. It's just my parents are super strict, and you know, I guess it turned out okay because look at me now. <laughs> but like. <laughs> They were so, they were so, but they were so cool. Like they were just like they let yeah. us do anything, but they were just wary, you know. We grew up in Dove Springs, which is not the nicest part of Austin. And anyway, um, shout out I got to go to prom. Shout out to Springs. Shout out to Spring Meadows. Yeah. Uh, I got to go to prom freshman year, and we went, and I wore a dress that I had I got to wear for a quinceanera earlier that summer. Nice. Awesome. And I showed up. I went with my parents. My dad wore a cowboy hat, and we went and we sat at a table oh, and ate so some sweet. food. And that sounds amazing. Stayed. We didn't stay here very long, and I think we only stayed for like an hour, and my mom looks, looks at me, and she's like, you ready to go? I'm like, I think I'm ready to go. So we, were, we, le- we left so early. That's the kids what an experience. Still in. Yeah, we left so early. People were still coming into the program. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it was at the Omni in downtown Austin, mm-hmm. or oh, North, nice. North Austin. Yeah. Oh, okay, so, okay. you know, when yeah. you like pick up, you go, like you go to a hotel, like a valley, a valley will come around and pick you yeah. up. So my dad had gone to go get the pickup, and my mom and I are waiting. And my dad rolls up. Kids are, seniors are actively rolling into the prom, <laughs> and my dad is blasting this song <laughs> in the truck. Sick. Blasting it. Like, like, as loud as, and I remember in that moment, I was like, I have the fucking coolest parents to when, I, when I grow up, Damn it. I want to be, when I, if I ever have children, That's I want to be just like them. Aww. I want to be cool like them. I want to be, I want them to know that. I Me want my too. kid and my son now. Yeah. I want my son to know that I can, I, like, I can, I'm cool with the other I'm, <laughs> I'm hip. Kids, right? I'm cool with it. I'm hip. Yeah. I'm cool with it. <laughs> yeah, look at that old ass phone. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. The, the, the sidekick. The sidekick. Yeah. Jeez. But yeah, I just like this song it always reminds me of my parents. And like, that was, that. Like, they were so cool with us and just let us do whatever. Not That's do whatever, but they let us listen to whatever and I remember like in that moment I had never felt more like my mom and dad had my back than in that like you know yeah. with all the other kids vulnerable and, yes. yeah. them, and like my brother and I are so close in age we had so many memories together that was like a really special thing that I got to do with just that it was nice I love that oh, yeah. I love that story I was not expecting and that at all so y'all know Tony and Connie love a moment to make shout it. out Tony and Connie yeah. Tony and Connie 
god, my dad's 60th birthday is on Saturday. Oh if y'all, gosh. Gracie, if you want to come, happy birthday! Dad's 60th birthday party. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah that's, that's, that's lit. That's amazing. Yeah, it's gonna be wild. But anyway, they're just the coolest, and the song always reminds me. Like Jay Z in general reminds me of them because we listen to the Blueprint at our house oh. so much. Love that. Uh, love that's a family yeah. album. Yeah. <laughs> Blueprint, oh, shit. The Blueprint, the Warren G album, the initial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Probably stuff we should have been listening to. Uh, Some regulators. <laughs> regulators, hardcore, we listen to a lot. And then all the Nelly albums. Ooh, nice. Dang, your parents are cool. <laughs> They're pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. They were hip. So... Yeah, this is a good one. This is such a great I, song. I, I did. Uh, this is a replacement. I have backups because I didn't want to, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. be uncool. My the song this song replaced was uh, "Try Again" by Aaliyah. That was the one. Oh I was yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is another good one. Yeah, I love that song. All right, all right. So this is are we on round two? Yeah. Yep. I mean, not round four, but yes, I got it. Round round two and four. Two and four. Yes, it's, it's depending on where <laughs> you're going, which, which direction you're going. <laughs> However you want to look at it. Yes! So, nice. this is not a single off of this album, but, uh, yeah, this is the White Stripes. Um, their album, White Blood Cells, came out in 2001. And I remember hearing um, Fell in Love with a Girl, I think, was probably like, mm-hmm. their first like big hit. But, um, Huge hit. Yeah, I got the album and listened to the whole thing, and uh, this is one of the songs that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess up until this point, I really didn't know much be- up about like rock beyond new metal <laughs> mm, <laughs> and sure. some That's classic true. rock I was like barely being introduced to. Um, so this sound was kind of foreign to me. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I loved that it felt so like stripped down and minimal compared to what I was mm-hmm. uh, being exposed to. Yeah, very steeped in blues. Yes, and that's that was yeah. it. I didn't realize that that was the core of it, was blues. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I was so attracted to. Um, mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Meg White. Please, everyone, give Meg White her fucking flowers already. Like, yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it was so impactful to see a woman like her just rocking out on the drums the way that she was, you know? Yes. And I love that. Inspiring. Um, absolutely, yeah. 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 And then there's the whole, she like... Wasn't- Go, go, ahead, ahead, go ahead. She wasn't pres- she wasn't presenting to be sexy. She no, was like, "Hey, no. I'm, I'm gonna fuck you." She told you to eat. No, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't care about that. And like yeah. in a, in a time when everyone had to like it appeared that every woman had to care about that. Yeah. She didn't care about that. No, because yeah. that she, was, she was like like hot, beautiful, like in her own way too. Yes. Yeah, Honestly, her look was like super exotic to me because mm-hmm. I felt like I had never really seen. And this is like the advent of that whole like. I don't know, reprise of like mod and it we're, we're a, oh, yeah. a, approaching hipster kind of like, yeah, exactly. you know, situation here sure. in the early 2000s. And so mm-hmm. seeing that aesthetic, you know, and seeing her rock that and it wasn't some like dumb, like commercialized regurgitation think, yeah. of like the 90s. Like this is what hippies were like with like the smiley faces. And, and then also like the khaki like fad that happened in the 90s where everybody became like suit suit. Like, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Dancers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't feel like that. This felt authentic. Yes. It felt like 
this is just what cool people are doing. Exactly. Right it was to, so cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like, this is like a vintage aesthetic, but it feels so exotic and new to me because I've just never mm-hmm. really seen something like this before. But yeah. yeah, just loved it. It was so bare and it was that blues that just core, like this is, this is it, you know, mm-hmm. that whole album is really great. There's so many good songs on that album. Um, a lot are. of good music videos also for uh, yeah. their singles that came off that album too. Um, <clears throat> Notable tracks, I guess, like the uh, Dead Leaves on the Dirty Ground was one of the mm-hmm. hits. Obviously, Follow the cool Girl, video. Hotel Yoruba is another one that's really good. And then the oh, yes. Napoleon Dynamite song, um, yep. <laughs> was I can tell, friends. yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> good one, really good one. Yeah, White Stripes are iconic, and like the Seven Nation Army, like people are real, like kids these days don't realize that that song is a White Stripes yeah, song, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. so iconic so iconic yeah exactly stadium song exactly stadium song yeah absolutely it's that it's a song you play for the dallas cowboys kick the football or whatever the hell exactly yeah what do we got tool oh yes sorry but i have to pick this album yeah please yes uh lateral has changed my life like i was such a huge perfect circle fan and I had listened, I had Sober, uh, or uh, Undertow, which is what uh, Sober is on. But for me, I just wasn't ready to hear what was being said on, on Undertow. So I liked some sure. of the songs, but not all of them. Now, in retrospect, it's an excellent album, front to back. Mm. Um, but then this song, this uh, CD came out, and I bought it. And album art was incredible. It was like transparent sheets of uh like this alien anatomy essentially like universal consciousness the anatomy of universal consciousness i guess is what uh they're aiming for there and i was i was there was drugs i had drugs in my hand and it was like seeping into my ears and (laughs) i wanted to know everything about it (laughs) I love that. I love that uh, analogy of it. It's yes. really, it's really true. Though. And this is like, I'm looking at this now. The imagery of it, I remember it. But it's even now, now even more fucking spooky in a good way. Always, yeah, spooky yeah. in a good way. Yes, it did. All their music videos of that time were just they were like slow motion horror films. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard to look away, but you still couldn't look away <laughs> like you had to see like what the hell is gonna like, ha- ha- what happens next yeah I think that like for I mean not to like as a speaking of what you had me on their bingo card as like touring musician when we were growing up not fucking me <laughs> <laughs> but like as a musician as a person who plays music you want uh, like anytime I get on a stage you want people to feel we want you to feel yeah. and I think that that is like what like the impetus for like why you make music videos like this mm-hmm. they're trying to elicit a response from you no matter what however you're gonna feel about it like be present in the moment and see what we're presenting to you and feel that yeah yeah um, I, absolutely and it was uh their guitarist Adam Jones that like created a lot of the ideas and imagery within all of their artwork and their videos like it's like it's the art within the art like um, Adam Jones is like creating all this incredible visual aid to the music that's already (laughs) more than I could handle what is that like um, that whole 
artistic style that inspired like the alien movies and stuff like that, the H.R. Geiger, I think. Oh, um, yeah, Geiger. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what this kind of, you know, mm-hmm. reminds me of a little bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially the earlier things, mm-hmm. the earlier videos. Yeah, I always thought this was so weird, like this movement, like... <laughs> yeah. yeah, they really went out and found somebody that could do this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Modern, <laughs> like, uh, interpretive yeah. Like, some of the stuff you see from, like, the early 2000s, like, like, when they're trying to do something like this, it just looks so lame and fake, but this still is, like... This yeah, is weird, this is artistic, dude. yeah. This is eliciting a response from you that I was not expecting. This is, uh, much like your, like, talking yeah. to aliens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. avant-garde, yeah. like, yeah. Mm-hmm. There do that, yeah. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, this it's is always, weird. I always like this part mm. of the video. <laughs> so fucking weird. <laughs> This song is amazing, though, too. I, I could zone yeah, out to this yeah. song. And I love how long it was, That's and it would play great. on the radio, and they'd play it as an entirety. I'm like, yes! Like, mm-hmm. uh, it's like, it's like two songs. <laughs> it really is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it is like two I songs. I cheated. <laughs> I picked two songs. Somebody was going to get two songs. <laughs> <laughs> I did, actually. Somebody prior, was going to do it. When I did uh, Brain Stew and... Jaded. I didn't realize I played both songs. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, this is all it's like your primal. Yeah. Shit. Please, please forgive me, internet. It's your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, this is weird. Yeah. It's pretty dope. It's still, it's still like 20, 22 years later. It does still hold up. It still looks beautiful. Yeah, it's for art. sure. Yeah. yeah. And this, the lyrics... So beautiful and haunting Maynard's voice. Yeah, all the harmony there when it slows down. Yeah. Oh, that's the part I'm on. I don't know if we're all the same part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the bridge. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Ooh. Get queasy <laughs> stuff like this. <laughs> so many, so many, so many interesting collaborations like spawn from this time too. Like mm-hmm. when Maynard like collaborated with Cheetah Deftones and like mm-hmm. Yeah, Passenger. Just, like, yeah. Yeah, it just seemed Such like it was a time. really cool time to be a musician in this particular genre because they were all, even if it was temporarily, all friends and all working together and playing music together and like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, you could really like that... feel like the the camaraderie behind the scenes by like For how sure. they interacted with each other and how they ended up like featuring each other on their like all the albums and stuff. Like, it was a good time. Yeah, like you said, it was a great time to be creating music <laughs> yeah also like again beginning of the internet when like we didn't know the background of like who hated who or who, who would <laughs> or that it didn't matter because they were yeah. playing even if they did hate each other we didn't know because they were playing music together you know? mm-hmm. yeah that's true i never really thought about that. that yeah the person who has no social media like said. leaks and stuff like that <laughs> They were all guarding. The person that's on y'all's podcast next week is texting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Send me a invite. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> what is sorry. that? Kenny. Shout out, Kenny. Hey, Kenny. Gucci, Gucci King, Gucci King. <laughs> Best dressed. <laughs> Always. Always. 
I am deeply entranced by this video. I haven't seen it in a long time. It's a, I haven't watched it's it in a, a trip long time. In it's itself. a it's yeah. a mini movie. Yeah. It is a mini movie yeah. moment. Yeah. Definitely a trip in itself. Like they were like, see, like when they were, they saw Diddy spending a million dollars on a music video, and they're like, watch this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mo money, mo problems. <laughs> so good. Well, I'm going to keep the concept of spooky, wookie, halloween going. I have another song that probably was not on anybody's bingo card for me, but it is one of my all-time favorite songs. It's an, like on any day, on any list. I never skip it. It's an all-time favorite. Um, and I remember exactly where I was the first time I heard it. It's one of my all-time favorite songs like, oh, top five. final submission top five. to the time capsule here final submission oh, wow incredible pick that is surprising yeah wow. i was not expecting no this. <laughs> very it cool is, i have i love this seven does song. is so good underrated. i love this song so much so underrated so quick trivia on this song this is actually the only it's from their album animosity and it's the only song on the album where there are two vocalists Mm. So oh, okay. you it, like LeJohn, everyone knows LeJohn from, from Seven Deaths, but this song is actually the first verse is sung by Clint Lowry, oh. who plays guitar. Wow. And you actually wrote this song. Wow. Uh, wow. So I remember the first time I ever heard it, the first time I ever got to go at a place that was not, that was, that was sanctioned by my parents, <laughs> was Baltimore Hernandez Parents Garage. Oh, yeah. And it was only because it was four blocks away from where I lived. Mm -hmm. I could walk there. I had to be home by 10 o'clock on the weekend. <laughs> so on Friday and Saturday nights, because Baltimore had similar parents who didn't let him go anywhere, Friday mm -hmm. and Saturday nights, for three years of high school, I would go to Baltimore's house. We would play pool till 10 o'clock. <laughs> nice. And we would listen to Seven Dust Animosity album over and over and over again. <laughs> And I, yeah, and I remember <laughs> listening to this song, like, and I was sitting there, like, and, I, like, you know, at the time, I think I was just, like, listening to music and excited to hang out with boys or whatever, <laughs> yeah. but, boys being <laughs> but, anyway, um, shout out to Baltimore, he, he knows, he knows that yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we all love Baltimore. Yeah, who doesn't love Baltimore? <laughs> Not me. Probably, no, I'm kidding. Hear the sound. I can hear him laughing in the distance. Exactly. I can hear so, him from here. Yeah, I can hear him. <laughs> there he is. There he is. So we would listen to this album, and I just kind of was listening to music just randomly, and I remember hearing this song and being like, what is this? And then he told me what it was, and I remember going home immediately and downloading it onto mm. whatever wow. internet website I was stealing from. Yeah. And I burned it on a CD, and I played it on repeat, and I remember having that night having like a really very visceral, very real nightmare in a good way. <laughs> Oh. Uh, to this song and like being like oh my god that song's gonna be with me for the rest of my life yeah. that song is going to haunt me in a good way for the rest of my life oh, that's, that's incredible yeah. yeah so I love this song. song yeah it is love this album yeah so it's a little hidden treat from the, and it wasn't a single was no a single yeah I was gonna I say know. I don't remember this track yeah oh so good but this is really really yeah, good yeah it is super good if you talk to Baltimore about this song he introduced me to the song we listen to it forever. Um, definitely. That's such a good memory. I, I definitely years. spent some time in Baltimore's garage. <laughs> and it was a cool place to be. And it was like... It was... Yeah. His parents were cool enough to just like let us do whatever we wanted to do out there. Like, 
Please Shout out to parents like who would like have these yeah. safe places for us to be. Yeah. You know, because really nobody tells us to know ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember calling my mom or my brother running to that Baltimore's house to be like, "Hey, mom, said you have to come home now." <laughs> I remember calling my mom from Baltimore's house phone, calling my my house from Baltimore's house phone, and being like, "I stay for thirty more minutes. We're playing a game right now." And she was like, "Okay, I'm gonna drive and come get you in thirty minutes, and then she'll be safe." Baltimore's. Baltimore's little sister was really little, and she would mm-hmm. like would come outside and play with us and stuff. And his mom would always like not let her. And then he had his, other, his little brother Brandon, who was just tiny. I remember mm-hmm. he was born. Oh man! But um, yeah, those are like those are very vivid memories of my like teenage years for sure. Yeah. yeah. Wow, what a great so, a great soundtrack to a great memory. Yeah. Like, yeah, having to call your mom and be like, we're listening to music. <laughs> yeah. No cell phones, no texting, no. We're using the landline, and we had the number memorized. <laughs> yeah, she would just have to, like, hope and pray that I was actually at where I said I was. Jesus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to have find my iPhone on my son's phone forever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never going to escape me. No. Nah. I'm going to make, like, uh... <laughs> GPS earrings or something yeah. for Air tag them kids. Air tag. Air tag them kids, dude. Yeah, exactly. Air tag them kids. <laughs> caption, episode caption, air tag them kids. Exactly. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I love this song. I love, uh, like, I, I love that it spawned a, a long time relationship, friendship with Baltimore that is just like, yeah. So special to me and so central to the like dynamic of our large scale friendship, yeah. you know, like, and I feel like that's one of the things that's really special is like through the 20 years we've known each other now, like there's always that like thing where like, oh, this person is on your podcast next week's texting me or Kiki or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I think it's so beautiful and organic. How we through the years have all had our moment where we did a thing, you know. Yeah. Gracie and that's I just true. went to go see Gracie and Maddie and I just saw Spoon and like Ooh, one time yes. Gracie and I saw. Father John Misty, yes. it was just me and her, and it was the best. Wow. You know, yes. like just that's true. memories like that are so special. So this that's this is my Baltimore memory. This is the Aww. song I tied up. <laughs> love that. Shout love out that. Baldy. <laughs> yeah. He introduced me to El, El Nino. That's what oh, we yeah. would, that's what we would listen Whoa. to in his garage. Yeah. Hell yeah. And Chevelle. Oh my yes, God. Yeah. Chevelle. I was definitely listening to a lot of Chevelle, yeah. What year was that? Hmm. Okay. Oh, two? Oh, right, it's on ahead. one of my lists. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> making sure it's, Sorry, making sure it's captured. Like, yeah. Wait, is Calling this the right one? Right oh, yeah, this is the right one. I oh, yes. I'm so happy. Ooh, nice. Yeah. So. I probably saw cruiserweight more than anybody else at the back room. Yes, that's exactly where this is going. So this is Cautionary Tale by Cruiserweight from the album called uh, This Will Undoubtedly Come Out Wrong, which was released <laughs> yeah. in 2001. So um, Austin Music Network, public access, cable channels, you know. So we were watching, right, MTV, VH1, CMT, but, you know, Somewhere in the teens, there was an Austin Music Network channel <laughs> yeah. that would show like Austin music videos, and I, it was brought to my awareness this year. Obviously, seeing channel Stella, 15. Channel Fifteen, yes, Channel Fifteen, <laughs> exactly. You know, lead singer, punk band, I was all over it. Song is just great, and she was such a good lead. She's still a good person, lead. I think she still plays. I think she still plays. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I have a vivid memory of 
going to Hot Topic, you know, in the mall, Bart Creek Mall. And they used to have a little record section. I don't, I don't know if they still do now. Um, and they had, you know, pop punk. And I remember seeing Cruiserweight's name, like, in the yeah. in the, the display. I was like, holy shit. I was like, that's an Austin band. I'm like, Austin's made it. Like, like I didn't know of any other bands from Austin. And I felt so seen. I was like, oh, my God, this, this band that is from my little town that I saw on the local channel is has their CD in Hot Topic. I was like, this is so yes. cool. So I bought it. And like Jen, the shit out of this, and yeah, it just led to back room. I was like, they're playing the back room. I can get yeah. into the show, like underage, <laughs> like you know, no big deal. Yeah. Big X's on my hand, you know, with yeah. Sharpie, oh, yeah, dude. and just yeah. having that moment with my friends. Like this was the year that my parents finally started letting me go and hang out. I had friends that were older than me. They trusted the band kids, which was. They probably you shouldn't have them, but yeah, that's never fine. Trust the band kids. No. They're like, okay, they're great, they're good band kids. And no, they were great, but like we would go to shows, yeah, they would yeah. take me to shows, and like, um, yeah, I just I want to give a few shout outs here to, of course, Austin Music Network, The Backroom, mm -hmm. Red yes. Rum, oh, yeah, uh, Red that Rum. venue, yeah. Red Eye Fly, yeah. oh. of course, the OG Emos yeah, on Red Six Rum. and Red River, who would let yes. underage kids come out and party like and mm -hmm. watch these great Austin bands. And then I yeah. uh, also want to shout out Tower Records on the drag. Oh, yeah, Tower Shit, Records. Yeah. Yep. Shit, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. That place was awesome. I think I got the rest of the Cruiserweight catalog from Tower Records after I got that one from Hot Topics. So. Mm. Shout out. And honestly, in so Cream Vintage, do you remember going to yes. see the Black Angels? Oh, don't. Play in the That's for a later episode, Bradley. Okay, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm glad that you remember that, though. <laughs> I, every time I listen to the Black Angels, I tell everybody around me that story. <laughs> I don't care if they care or not. <laughs> I tell them that story every time I hear the Black Angels. I'm, just, I'm getting so many, like, like, back backlisted memories of like venues on 6th Street. You, you know, our friend Jay had his birthday party at a karaoke bar on 6th Street when he was 15. <laughs> wow, that's and amazing. He had his 15th birthday party at Bob Popular on 6th oh, Street. Yeah. Wow. Bob Popular. Was fucking, it was the fucking time of our lives. We'd be walking in there at 15 years old. We walked in there like you couldn't tell us shit. Oh yeah, of and course. we walked out of there like we had the fucking best time ever. But Bob Pop <laughs> recipes, I don't even know what it is now. But like Bob Popular, like we, I spent a lot of my time at Progress Coffee too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? Like on the back. Oh my I gosh. About that. I remember uh, Mojo's. I was at Einstein's. I was at... I was the arcade. Einstein's I have that on my list, too. Yeah, meant to shout yeah. out Einstein's. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Einstein's. Is I great. was so sad when that place closed down. It's the yeah. only reason I went to the drag. Yeah. <laughs> Legit <laughs> arcade. Yeah. Back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, this is my right. number one pick. So this is one. This was, was not a very like top of the charts kind of hit, but I was in love with this and the, the whole aesthetic. It you know it hit the airwaves. It got played on 101X, um, and, and this music video was definitely on MTV and Fuse and um, and all that. But uh, they kind of like fizzled out after. Definitely like a one-hit wonder man. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, incredible voice. This is ours. Um, uh, sometimes, and this was the single from that album, which I consider to be a front-to-back album. I've listened to that album start to finish uh, on many occasions. Love the falsetto there. It's a good vocal. It's a good vocal. It is 
and voice. He's got such strong, strong pipes. The only other person I ever knew who had ever even heard of this band was Wendy. Um, yes. She got to see them <laughs> at some point, and I was so jealous. <laughs> shout out, Wendy. Yeah, shout out, shout Wendy. Our little emo queen. She has great taste. Yeah, she has great taste. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Taste yeah. and, yeah, music, fashion, you name it. Wendy's got it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Um, great song. And it's like cool haunting. video. Cool video. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very, very of the time music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. It's like a little slice of like film noir of the time. <laughs> I really like it a lot. Yes. You have to do some more hours. You have to do some more hours research. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this album is called Distorted Lullabies. Um. And there wasn't anything else that came off of this album. This was kind of like their drop in the bucket. Um, but, yeah, that, that whole album. I, there's a line from another song that I want to get, like, a visual representation tattooed on me at some point. Like, wow. Also, again, incredible lyricist. Um, I don't know what it is with me and people who... Right, poetry. <laughs> I, I really, uh, I really like them. Just compared to a lot of the stuff that was like really popular too, it's just catchy to be catchy, you know, low hanging fruit. <laughs> but if it's like you know meaningful, poetic, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's a little more interesting. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> The stranger, the better. Yeah. And it was weird to hear this. Like, it was a straight ballad in the time when everybody was screaming about something, or... Um... I don't know. This guy was howling instead of screaming. I wanted to listen. I love this vocal. It's really rad. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. One of my favorite male vocals of all time, for sure. And it's, re- it's not even even like showcased to its true potential in this song. This is like one of the more stripped that like stripped down songs mm. of the album. Like uh, the rest of the album is like even more melodic and um, more detailed, I guess. I'll be doing some research. <laughs> yeah. Just in the little just in the little preview I saw there, it looks like they did a song in French and they did a song with a another a woman singer. That sounds really rad and I'm here for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Hours. All of it. All of Super it. Super cool yep. band. Spend some hours on hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am deeply impressed with y'all's picks. I love cruiserweight moments. I, know. I love this is a good playlist. <laughs> well, I picked two thousand one because I thought two artists had released monumental albums in my life in 2001 (laughs) and I was wrong and I hope Baltimore covered some of it but it was Deftones and it was also what a fucker (laughs) it's Deftones and also I was devastated to find out Outkast released no songs in 2001 they all came out before that yeah yeah so but they do feel like my life yeah they do feel like they came out in this uh this year though I remember well, they released them. their greatest hits album. They released their greatest um, hits album in two thousand one, and that was cheating. Okay, okay. I would have added it, but I thought that was cheating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's hard. You can't, you can't use the loophole. 
I didn't want to do that. I'm fucking, I didn't text Baltimore right now. What the fuck? Our whole lives have been a lie. Our whole lives are a lie. But I knew you. I fucking knew nothing. Oh my God. All right. All right. So, so new here? to me? Is that where we are right now? Yeah, we're, we're swinging into new to me. What had you okay. ever heard? So I watched the Romeo and Juliet, the Leonardo DiCaprio, Claire Danes, mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet movie on repeat for years. Mm-hmm. And there was a, so- a a snippet of a cover of a song in that movie that I really loved. And I remember playing it and telling my mom, I'm like, I really like this song. And she's like, that's a Candy Staten song. And I'm like, what the hell is a Candy Staten? <laughs> so there's a snippet of a song in the, it's in the chat now. It's in the Romeo and Juliet album, uh, movie. That is a disco, a cover of a disco song called Young Hearts Run Free by Candy Staten. It's the best oh. song. It was, new to, it was new to me in 2001, and it is a wonderful song. Yes. Speaking of tattoos, I could always get a tattoo that says Young Hearts, Young Hearts Run Free. Yes. That's a great. Yes, this is, yes. Very good. Wow. So. Incredible find. I, I'm pretty sure I've cried to this song with a dance floor. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> Every time. Yeah. If you're not crying to Caddy Staten, you're not shit. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. If you're not crying to this song on the dance floor, you're not shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't done shit. Yeah, so Amazing. I love this song. It, it, there's a snippet of it. Someone did a cover of it in that movie. Yeah. And then I ended up just falling in love with the full-length song yeah. that was the original. Incredible. That's That's nice love. Oh, my God. Yeah. A little fun disco moment. It's a good, All yeah. for it. It's a good callback to, like, our parents still listening to, like, what they were listening to when they were young. Mm-hmm. And, like, I mean, it's probably what how Evie's going to feel about me listening to all my favorite songs at some point. Like, Well, we were yeah. talking about how, like, even with the internet, like, it was still kind of hard to, like, research, like, who sampled, you know? Or even mm-hmm. to, we didn't have Shazam. So here's your mom, like, yeah. what are you talking about? This is, you know, candy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's like our parents were our Shazam. <laughs> My mom's the original Shazam. So, uh, like, to, mom, my mom was the OG Shazam. So, to that point, uh, I don't speak Spanish at all. My Spanish is terrible, but mm-hmm. I sing in Spanish. I, I live in a house that is built on me singing in Spanish. Uh, but my I don't speak Spanish. So, what I would do to learn the words to the Selena songs is I would take a bunch of CDs, like a stack like this, when we were going to the grocery store, and I would just play DJ and put the songs into the CD player, the car CD player that I wanted my mom to translate. Mm-hmm. And that's how I learned how to do the songs. That's where I learned how to emote. So, shout out uh, to mom, the OG, yeah. the OG Bing translator, the OG yeah. Shazam. Yeah. This is good. That's yeah. a good influence. Yeah. yeah. It's a great song. Yeah. I love a disco moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These music videos back in the day, too, though. Yeah. <laughs> that was high tech. Just people. <laughs> but, like, what in the mindset has changed? Nothing, really. Like, you go up to somebody, you're like, hey, you want to be in a music video? They're like, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so then this is the same shit. Yeah, yeah. They were at Soul Train and just decided to record her in a live. Yeah. And, like, how cyclical and how, like... Things always coming back around. Look at that top. Like, I think I saw somebody wearing that top like two weeks ago. Yeah. South by Southwest. This song's from the 70s. Mm-hmm. Someone at Hotel Vegas so, is wearing that top. Good. Yeah. Timeless fashion. I saw that at Tuesdays. Yeah. Tuesdays, yeah. This guy, too. Yeah. That guy lives on, that guy lives on fucking Runberg right now. Shout out, Runberg. 
Shout out Runbeck, man. He has a fine leather shop on Runbeck. Right <laughs> yeah. He's literally locking the door to his place right now. It's right next to the cabinet shop. And he's a and he's a gazillionaire, I promise. Oh him. yeah, for sure. Because so, he's never spent yeah. any money. Oh my god. Yeah, and he looks perfect. <laughs> All right. Shout out Runberg. <laughs> All right. All right, Gracie. What's your new to me? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, so Dope. this is uh, the song Tyler by the Toadies, I guess from the album Rubberneck, which was released Rubberneck. in 1994. So Incredible album. I don't know. I guess I just like never really paid attention to the song because obviously this would play on 101X, you know? Mm-hmm. But I yeah. first like had awareness to it like this year and I remember because I was behaving like who sings this like it was like a new song and I was like you dumbass like <laughs> this is the toadies you know oh, yeah you never heard of the toadies yeah and I knew and I heard Possum Kingdom which I also thought was like a new song when I first heard it oh, you know wow. and so yeah. I was like oh it's the same band that does that song I was like okay they're like yeah you know they're from Texas I'm like what mm-hmm. this band's from Texas it's like, I know oh. it was a huge shock yeah yeah especially from where they're from in Texas <laughs> yeah right yeah, yeah. <laughs> But this song is just, it's like number one karaoke song for me these days. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, I love that it's in my range, I love singing it, you know. Um, but at the time, of course, it just Great was song. very eerie, creepy, you know, kind of lyrically. It's like, what the fuck are they singing about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I feel it like is, the melody, yeah, like, sorry. is, you know, matches the story, the eeriness, mm-hmm. you know. It is, oh, like, yeah. you know, kind of catchy, but. There's something eerie about like the chord progression and just how mm-hmm. it's moving, you know. So yeah, like the mobile tones behind it mm-hmm, all mm-hmm. of them descending instead of ascending. Yeah, 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 chord yeah, progression. yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's my. I feel name. like toadies don't get their due as like Texas music music legends. Like, I agree. They're huge Texas music le- music legends. They did didn't they do like Dia de los Toadies or something like yes. that? Yes. Like, like, mm-hmm. Like they're they were huge, like highly influential, and like a way that Willie Nelson isn't, or George Strait, or the Chicks, or whoever isn't. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There was a whole subsector of humans. Yeah. yeah, and we were them in two thousand one. There was a whole subsector of humans who were just listening to this, and they weren't listening to fucking George Strait or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like Strait. Gen X music. It's like yeah. that's what yeah. I think about. It's like Gen X music, and also yeah. like thinking about like uh, university. Like I get, I, I think. Fort Worth, North Texas, I guess is where they're from, but I you think about see, Denton, uh, you know, and like yep. all the good yep. music that's coming out of Denton, there, because the yeah, music school Denton's and all that. Musical hub, yeah. yeah, yeah, and so I'm sure that's like affiliated, associated in some way, you know, but... Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's like not acknowledged, like you're saying, you know? That's true. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm optimistic that one day, like, Toadies will get their acknowledgement a la Beyonce, a la Selena... Because yeah. there, there were there was a whole subsector of people that were listening to this music in the early 2000s, and, and Tony still had quite the audience. He would play at a club in Plano that Tony's plays at, and that, that actually the club is booked by the former manager of Tony's. Oh, wow, cool. So Sick. it's really yeah, it's really it's really dope to to go up there and to see how embraced this music is. Oh, yeah. in Nor- to your point, Bradley in North Texas, they're like, I want to listen to that shit. Play some fucking Toby Keith. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But they're really, I mean, they're really here for it. And Denton specifically, Denton's Denton's right. specific. really special place. It's a really special place to consume and to make music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a hub. Um, yeah, for sure. I love me some Denton, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big Selena fans, too. <laughs> <laughs> 
This video makes me feel like they shot it in like Weberly or something. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. It's off the Spicewood Springs over there. Exactly. Yeah. The I've been to that ab- abandoned house. I was like, is this? Is this the green belt? Wait, they're doing that right now in the backyard right now. Is that... What are those crazy guys doing? Have we? <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Mom, there's another crazy person I running know, through the <laughs> So it was it's living fine. off of Riverside. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I don't know. I do. Jumped our fence. I do like the cyclical nature of that uh, music video. It's a good one. It's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interscope. Shout out Interscope Records. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right. Mm, so this is my uh, new to me. Idiot. In 2001. All right, all, all right. right. Oh, nice. Sorry, I've got Kevin Hart on my screen doing a <laughs> Chase Platinum ad uh, in the middle uh, of oh, this song. Shout out YouTube Premium. Okay. This episode <laughs> I know, brought I know. to you by. I know. I know YouTube Premium. <laughs> Good album. Yeah, uh, so I think oh, I got, I got like the box set for my birthday. Nice. Uh, from... From somebody, it was like my stepdad's dad's girlfriend. Um, I don't know, really roundabout way to get this entire catalog in my hands. At like the age of 16, going on 17. And uh, I dove in super deep (laughs) and consumed all of their music. And this is the song I was looking for when I found the leftover salmon song. Because I was making, really why you put it here. I was looking for my like uh, like a digital copy so I could burn it into yeah. a mix CD because I just wanted this song and yeah. I was I downloaded it from Napster and when I played it it was leftover salmon, <laughs> <laughs> which is a band that uh, I'm they're like a. Jug band or like a like super roots folky kind of band, and so I was All like, right. "This is a weird path." Led Zeppelin went down at some point. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, "What?" <laughs> this a piece of yeah, Robert Plant take a day off or something. Like, <laughs> oh my god! Well, they're fucking liars, whoever they are. Cause they're trying to <laughs> get but ya. yeah, I found out who Leftover Salmon was because of this this track. Uh, yeah. So like two for like <laughs> Cajun progressive really bluegrass jam band according to Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they're still playing. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Uh, leftover salmon. This is a great album. The, not the yes. leftover salmon album. The the Led Zeppelin album is great. Like this is definitely like something I pop on when I need to like focus or concentrate or like I know I'm not gonna get I do get lost in it, but like I'm not gonna get lost in it where I'm distracted. Yeah. 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 Like mm-hmm. and yeah, shout out. Uh, I think it was like 102.3 is like K Zep or something at the time. They would do like get the lead out every night at like 9 p.m. where they cool. play just like an hour block worth like worth of Led Zeppelin songs. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. It was the best. Another place I picked up a lot of Led Zeppelin, and Led Zeppelin became a big influence for me. Like I was still trying to fumble around on learning like the electric guitar i just got electric guitar this year and um <clears throat> what kind uh, of 
guitar was it? That was a... What kind of guitar is it? That was a Spender Squire. That was like a combo. Combo you got from uh, yeah, Guitar Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What color was it? It was uh, black. Nice. Yeah, I had to get the black one. I, I might have like one of those actually in my closet black. right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I think everyone's first guitar was black. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, Leftover Salmon's coming to the, uh, the, the fucking Cuthbert Amphitheater, bro. They were coming June 23rd. I know, I saw that. I just got <laughs> advertised that the other day. I think it was Gracie like this morning. <laughs> Gracie, I'm buying our flights. Let's, Let's go. go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah, let's go. I'll go. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not going to see fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> as, they, as they spited Bradley on a Led Zeppelin song. Yeah. Yeah, that was a dastardly move. Oh, what a con. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Good album. Good pick. I love Mrs. Liz. Yeah. Me too. Hey, Bradley, do you remember, like, early, like, Late, like 2007, 2008, we spent a lot of time in like, mm-hmm. I forgot what the club's name was, and we saw a lot of fucking Iron Maiden cover bands in oh, like yeah. 2007. That was fun. What was the what? name of that band? I don't remember. I haven't mentioned it was a girl. Yeah. They had a girl singer. Mm-hmm. She was incredible. She was fucking magic. Where are we talking this on? Man, all over the place. Room 702. Yeah. Yeah, so it's now Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, But mm-hmm. uh, me, Bradley, and Baltimore used to go see this Led Zeppelin cover band. And I forget what they're called, but we saw them like five times. Oh, yeah. Um, At least. Yeah. <laughs> I was really that into was Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Yeah, I was really into Iron Maiden. Maiden at that time, in I'm general. And then all of a sudden, Baltimore, who I didn't even know, like, I'd even heard of Iron Maiden, was like, hey, you want to go check out this Iron Maiden cover band? I was that like, sounds cool. you are speaking my language right now. Yeah, I didn't it even was, know it. <laughs> it was really fun. We went a lot. Yeah, it's like a one-word name, and it's a... Um, I'm gonna find Drifter. Drifter. That's yeah. it. We yeah. saw Drifter a lot. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot. And they played with this Dio tribute a lot. And they played with the Led Zeppelin tribute called Whole Lot of Lead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in the business of tribute. <laughs> yes. <laughs> there were so many good ones. That there was another one called uh, Big Balls, which was like an ACDC. ACDC, bond. Big Balls. Nice. Yeah, like Bon Scott era. We took the alliteration of Big Balls and turned it to Bitty 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 Big Balls, Bitty 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 I like That's it. A show that, should, that should show that should happen. It's like bitty a mashup. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm gonna book it right now. Yes, I love it. That would be so. Who doesn't want to see bitty bitty big balls? Dude? Yes, I do. All the time, actually. <laughs> I just saw some bitty bitty big balls. Oh, yeah. yeah. How bitty bitty were they? They were bitty 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 bitty, bitty disappointed. <laughs> That's bitty bitty sad. Oh my god. Bitty bitty sad. <laughs> if you say it fast, it sounds like very, very, very. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, Alright. That is funny. And so now, flavor of the week. Yeah, final song. Flavor segment. of the week. Do I, who's, is it my turn? Yeah. It's your turn. What you I'm going to pick the song everyone in the world appears to be listening to. Oh, yeah. The number one song in the world. I like that. Uh, number one, and it's it is just running my life right now in all the good ways. Okay. Um, this is my number one song in the world, or number one song I'm listening to right now. 
It's the, it just happens to be the number one song in the world. <laughs> it just so happens to be. Uh, uh, so I, 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 along with a few other million people, are listening to it right now. <laughs> All at the same time. We're out here with you. Yeah. yeah. So, beautiful. Let's listen to this. Yes. What a mashup. Like, we really need this. Yeah. So whoever thought this up, like, such a great idea. So the producer, the Grupo Frontera producer actually had the band record their parts okay. and then told them they had a surprise for them. So that buddy was a surprise to everyone. What a treat, wow. right? Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. So the song, uh, to, I mean, and I... Once I hear a song in Spanish, I immediately try to translate it. Yeah. So the song is him about the song is about him saying he has one percent left on his phone, oh. and he's going to use it to tell her how sorry he was. No, he's not going to go out anymore. He's not going to be in the clubs. And <laughs> he's then just like, dies. then his phone is. He's like, I wanted to tell you. Yeah. Now, yeah, this, that's um, understanding. I would write a song about that too. Right? It's a great collab, and uh, I was talking to one of my players, my my drummer, my band actually, and he was like, "Bad Bunny had to have known who they were, because if you are yeah. in any semblance of successful, you're watching the charts, you're watching who's coming up, and you know that kind of work will yeah. motivate you to keep working. But it's so cool, and it's, and like these guys, the from, that's from South Texas. This mm-hmm. is a band." from Texas playing Tejano music was one of the biggest songs in the world. Exactly. He's and lifting him up. Music, yeah. And to quote the Selena movie, Tejano music is all men. Women are not successful, but I feel like this collab is opening a gateway the likes of which we have never seen, especially not That's in the genre of music I play. Mm-hmm. We don't see this. Right, you know? yeah. So we, I think everyone, and rolling into Fiesta Weekend in San Antonio, uh-huh. where a lot of Tejano music happens, we're all just kind of going... This is different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's great. I think it's great. I and think a lot so of too. Kind yeah. of critical and be like, that's not the Hano music. The Hano music is whatever people say it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I, mean, I can I can dance the Hano to this song. You don't so think this is the Absolutely. <laughs> this is the Hano music. Yeah. So it's super special and like I I was really happy to see this driving home from playing Selena's birthday. It's all on the heels of all you know folding in together. But I was driving home from Plano at a show last Sunday and this song was released and I was like this is this is why we're doing this so that we can be operating at the top of our game exactly and be ready when it's time wow yeah. exactly so I'm listening to this uh, on repeat a lot and also my song so likes good. this song a lot too it's a great Aww. song <laughs> yeah that's great that your son appreciates um, this kind of music. That's awesome. He loves Incubus. <laughs> That's great. Nice. Right he loves Incubus. He loves Survivor, that Eye of the Tiger song. He loves. Oh that. yeah. He's got a good ear. He's got good taste. Yes. Yes, he does. <laughs> Yes, yes. So that's what I'm listening to all day, every day right now. The Grupo Frontera catalog, if you have not uh, experienced it yet, um, it's a lot of things you're hearing on the internet. Okay. So it's part of a lot of those pieces of things you're hearing on TikTok and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm listening to these days. Yeah, super cool. Very good. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be digging into that this week. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, mine is <laughs> kind of out there. Yes. Um, okay, okay. Yeah, this is um, <laughs> Nature of Love by oh, Ministry. Yeah. So we're, we're taking it to Elysium. We've got like golf yeah, rain yeah. dance vibes here. Mm-hmm. I want to adjust your headset. It comes in pretty strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Get ready. Uh, yeah. 
But I actually, um, I went to Moon Tower uh, this weekend, Moon Tower Comedy Festival. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. And I was sitting in Paramount waiting for the show to start. And you know how they play, like, prelude music, yeah. like, whatever the sound is. They play strange sound waves, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, it went from, like, I don't know, like, some kind of, like, RuPaul, like, you know, very kind of, like, you know, house kind of track. And, then it, and then it went Blazer. to, like... Yeah. A honky tonk song, <laughs> and then it went to this. <laughs> I was like, "This is wow. random." But I always love sound guys. Like, yeah, yeah. I just kind of going everywhere. Yeah. Well, this was for the um, Megan Stalter, Patty Harrison, and Sarah Sherman show. So great uh, female comedians, just like queer comedians, like amazing, yeah. amazing, amazing people. Um, sounds amazing. Yeah. So this was the, the last song that played before um, <laughs> they started their show. And so it was a super like hype kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and um, there was a lot of people talking. Everyone was excited. And I tried to shazam yeah. it in the venue and it wasn't picking <laughs> up. I was like, it's too many people talking. So uh, I was like, yeah. I'm going to record this to my phone. Oh, yeah. Take it home, it, yeah. strip it, you know, to wow. just get the sound, and then hold it up my Shazam to like my computer after I get yeah, the yeah. audio, and it works. So I mean, it works. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. IQ move right exactly, there. man. I was so stoned wow. when I thought of that too. <laughs> you have to be. No way you're thinking that hard about trying well, to Shazam. Well, I didn't want to be. I, I just, I just knew that if I didn't find out what this song was, and it was yeah, bothering me, I'm never I, find it again. exactly. Yes. So I know the feeling. Yes. I've done it. I've done the same. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a banger. So yeah, this yeah. Is super yeah. yeah, and it's super long, so you know you don't have to listen to the whole thing. But you know, uh, okay. it's a oh, wow, yeah. it's a whole it's a whole thing. But it's a... <laughs> it's rad. I like it. That is really cool. <laughs> what an interesting mix. Like I, yeah, I also love when the sound guys. I love, but also hate when the sound guys pick the music. I'm like. We'll meet the sound guy when we get to a show, and I'm like, he's definitely not fucking taking the music. I'll send you, I'll send you a list. Yeah. I'll send you a list. There's a, there's a, there's a certain kind of sound guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, like, if we don't, like, if I don't have time, or one of the guys has to go tell the sound guy, hey, play this, or like, or like he's like, hey, play something Latino that's like, you know, sometimes we get Carlos Santana, sometimes we get Bad Bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. It comes and goes. All right. What this is my uh, flavor of the week. Oh, drop, drop the link. Yeah, drop, drop the, the link. link. Oh, yeah, my bad. Dudes. That drink looks concentrated. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'll wait for you guys. All right. Um... Three, two, one, go. Three, six, nine, I am ready. Literally, that's what it said at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this song is just so groovy, dude. Like, yeah. Cool. How did you come across, come upon this? Yeah. Whoa. Um, I think I traced it back to TikTok. Um, okay. There's a song called On and On by Piri. That was like a big, like, trending sound for a few months. Um, I was like, ooh, I want to hear more of that because I, I'm a huge fan of drum and bass. Mm -hmm. And there's a whole new genre that's being exploded onto right now called breakcore, mm. which is like a modern take on drum and bass. Mm. And so I base a Spotify radio station off of that on and on song by Piri. And I stumbled ac across one song that I'm like totally hooked on. And then another one and another one and I'm just finding all these gems along the way like following them and I get to this song yeah. and it's just so good like it's a uh, concentrated house music yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah I like this 
It reminds like me it of like you probably hear this in Kingdom at like 4:20 in the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the second to last song they play or the last song. They play. Like, <laughs> exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, the lights are coming on. Yeah. <laughs> you don't gotta go home. <laughs> yeah. Fuck out of here! It's five o'clock in the morning. Right. Fucking crackheads. That was the play. That was the next stop. Yeah. Oh god. I do like this. I like that there's a vocal over it. Yeah, always. I I, I find myself like I like I dabble in like some EDM stuff, but I feel like I get lost without the words Mm -hmm. a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Oh, sure, sure. So that's fair. This is dope. Yeah, I Mm -hmm. like it. I like it a lot. Yeah, cute, cute little lyrics. Like it's good. A little bop. Cute. I finally, after 15 songs, I guess is it 15 songs we've done? 20 songs? I finally was able to get my audio to sync up with the video that was playing. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, no, it was just me. It was just a me thing. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. <laughs> so, cool. Nice. I think that's well, it, right? 2001. Damn it. Woohoo, in the books. The year that we thought, like, everything, the world, the year after that people thought the world was going to end, right? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The computer, yeah. remember that stupid Justin? The computers don't know what to do in the year 2000. <laughs> Y2K, Everything's yeah. just got to yeah, stop. Y2K yeah. scare was uh, legitimate was... concern. Yeah. And then it just turns midnight and, then... and everyone's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, we're, we're still, still here. here. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> my family didn't That's care. Sweet. We were just popping fireworks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I was old enough or smart enough or like comprehending like, oh, world ending. Okay, whatever. It's just gonna be midnight. <laughs> yeah. And it was. So, you know, I remember. Was, and yeah. that's exact. Every time they say the world's gonna end, it fucking doesn't. I know. So I think Stop it's teasing. just gonna happen. I think it's not teasing. I've been waiting since two thousand. <laughs> It's been a long time. <laughs> I've been waiting for this world to end shit for 23 years. Yeah. Every three years is another another story I need to be yeah. afraid of. Yeah. That's true. All right. Well, I am so, so glad you guys had me. Thank you. I don't know if it, is this the end? Yeah, we're approaching what, the end. Do you have anything to promote? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, when does this come out? Next This will be out, not this next week, week, but next, next week. The 4th. Oh, right before uh, Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I have a single, I have a Cinco de Mayo run. Fort Worth listeners, I'm playing at Tulips on May 4th Ooh. to tonight. Um, playing at Tulips on Fort Worth, and then the next day I'm at Bolden Acres in Austin. Oh shit! And then May oh, May sixth, yeah. I'm playing at Maynard Palooza in my oh, yes. current re- town that I reside in of Maynard, Texas. Shout out Maynard. So, mm-hmm. um, if y'all want to come see some Selena music. With a girl who doesn't speak Spanish or dress like Selena or look like her in any way, <laughs> if that's your shit, please come see Bitty Bitty Bunda. It's a it's damn a good of, time. It's a damn yeah, it's good time. it's not a matter of if. You do time. want to see this. Yes. Promise. Yes. Promise. <laughs> I I want to thank Bradley and, and Spacey Gracie. Thank you guys so, so much for having, um, I promised I would not say Gracie's government name on this. <laughs> and I have not. Um... But I want to thank you guys. I just want to, like, I promise I'm not going to be the first person to cry on your podcast. Oh, no. as, a first per- as a first person to cry on my own podcast. But anyway, um, 
episode one. I want to thank yeah. I want to <laughs> thank you guys for doing this because we you know in 2020 we are we are in a 17 person text group with all of our friends from high school and husbands and wives and friends we've collected along the way, mm-hmm. and during the pandemic. We would get on Zoom most Saturday nights for, I think, four or five months yeah. and just mm-hmm. play music and talk to each other and put our kids <laughs> to bed and laugh and cry and yes. watch some of our time. friends who remain nameless fall asleep on podcast. On the Zoom. <laughs> Not me. Wasn't me. me. Wasn't was us. Never me. <laughs> they know who they were. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway... I, I just want to say, like, doing this podcast and listening to music with y'all and listening to music with y'all during that time was so special for me. It just yeah. helped me keep my sanity mm-hmm. and talk to pe- human beings that were not the three-year-old that lived with me. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was so special. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Same. And, like, this podcast is kind of a reflection of that. And I just hope that mm-hmm. we podcast or Zoom or otherwise get to keep doing this, some semblance yes. of this for the rest of our lives because it's so special to me and I really appreciate it. Yes, thank you so, so much. Thank you for yes. being a part of it. It really means a lot of for course. you to really jump does. in and, and do it. So, yeah. Of course. We're honored. I hope I didn't give, like, I hope I, I just I just found out what main character energy is. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a very laughing. main character thing to say. <laughs> I just found out what that is, and I just found out that I could be accused of having main character energy. <laughs> Who would say such a thing? I want to know. It's weird. I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm appalled. Should be. Stupid. No, I mean, allegedly, main character energy is like a person who thinks that the world stops when they, you know, have a thought. I don't think that. I just think that I suck all the energy out of the room. It's not my fault. Jeez. God made me this way. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry to to be fun. Sorry, I'm sorry fun. for partying. Jeez. Exactly. Sorry for partying. <laughs> did y'all die? No, you did not. Did you die? No, you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to doing whatever you were doing anyway. <laughs> sure, it was very boring. Stop being a bitty bitty bummer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Well, I love you guys so much. Thank you for having me. This is such a treat. Thank you. Love you too. Thank you for being here. <laughs> love, you. love you guys. All right. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. Good night. Bye. 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 Good night. And that's a wrap for our May 4th episode, folks. We hope you enjoyed traveling back to the year 2001 with us and our special guest, Stephanie. Remember, the shorts may always be with you, but so are the strange sound waves. So don't forget to tune in next time for more intergalactic audio adventures. And hey, if you're feeling a little short on strange sound waves merch, don't worry. You've got it all. Strange sound waves t-shirts, stickers, coffee mugs, and even a limited edition Darth Baldemar action figure with realistic sound effects. He says things like, Cool beans and... Groovy baby. Order now to get them while they're hot. And may the Schwartz be with you.